test and we good I have no idea who Lil Rodney is premium where you at YouTube subscribed it Dallas what's up <laughs> Eloy what's happening Mrs. Gentle A Bank Star Child hey what's happening I now nah, I just want to give my thoughts man because everyone's coming at this from pretty much the same angle and I I don't do that Lisa hey Tiana hey Trev what's happening Mark Miller Edmund Eloy Wilk D Felder native hey I didn't forget your wrench Tim it's been a minute Chris Johnny be good Michelle hey all right all right all right all right there's enough of you guys up in here. Lord Vell, what's happening? Edward, what's happening? I'm just me, you just be you. Interesting. So here's how we're going to attack this subject that pretty much everybody, for the most part, is coming from the same angle. They're gonna they're gonna approach it from the whole Pookie and Ray Ray aspect. I don't do that. I don't do that. Haitian Fab, what's happening? T. McCoy, hey, well, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you enjoy. So we're going to attack this thing from a different angle. So I got, I came across the video of an, of an elder sister that was basically at ground zero when this all took place. There's some background information we got to cover. Um, first things first, I don't care about the criminal background, the rap sheet, because that's another angle everyone's coming at. They're attacking him uh, with the criminal aspect of it. Whoopty fucking do. Okay. Nisi, hey, glad you made a Genesis. Genesis. <laughs> um, Ayana, hey. All right, so let's let's dive in real quick. So what we're gonna do? I'm gonna play the phone interview from the elder, from the elder sister, and we're gonna pretty much pick apart everything she says what happened okay and i'll be respectful you know what i mean alicia hey community what's happening um oh little rodney the kid that got sentenced to seven years gives a shit who gives a shit oh listen all little rodney's gonna do is the only thing he's gonna learn is how to be a better criminal okay so in California, they have what's called YA. It's youth authority. So when you can't charge a child as a as an adult, uh, you send a, send you send that child to Y to YA, and they pretty much stay there until they're either 21 or 25. And it's pretty much gladiator school. So all this judge really did was send this kid to gladiator school. By the time he's 20, 21, he's gonna come out either. A, a better criminal right or a more hardened criminal but this kid's done this kid's done you understand this kid's done what he this kid shot at people at the age of 11 and 12 this kid was on probation for arson do you know in some states arson 
if they don't give you the, the, you know, the death sentence, that's a life sentence in a lot of states. Arson, arson is no joke. Okay. So I, for one, am not one to play with children. So you want to play, you want to be an adult, you want to, you want to do adult shit. We treat you like an adult. So you know, you seen the pictures of the little boy with the pistol and the money, and then the grandfather's like, you know, and then people, dudes are like, well. He needs a belt. Listen, there's some things a belt cannot fix. An ass whooping cannot undo what this child is. This child is a hell spawn. I tell people all the time, all children are not blessings. Period. Period. And I'm going to keep saying it. All children are not blessings. Like people keep saying they want to mention the abortion rates. All those aborted children were not going to be blessings. Sorry. It is what it is. Okay. I, for one, do not feel bad. So please don't feel bad over little Rodney. You just better hope that you don't live in a neighborhood when this nigga gets out. Pretty much. Okay. Because all he's going to do is learn how to kill, fight, uh, uh, manipulate, rob, steal. Okay. So let's cut the bullshit. All right. So, Lil Rodney is where the fuck he needs to be for the next six to seven years, okay? Amongst his peers, amongst his own kind, all right? All right. Now, getting back to Walter uh, Wallace, right? Uh, so, let's get into the, to that interview. And like I said, we're going to respectfully pick apart this lady's whole set up and then and then and then background to philly philly has a very violent history for all my old heads you remember the move bombing back in 85 i believe when the cops pretty much firebombed uh that little that little movement the little city that they had in philadelphia and um philly has a very violent and bloody history especially with, with law enforcement i don't know who's who's taking a bigger l this year baltimore or philly both democrat ran cities both have a lot of black politicians that make policy and, and, you know, in key positions. And both of those cities are gutter, gutter trash. No, no, no disrespect. Where's George Macon? Has someone called George Macon to ask what the fuck is going on in Philly? <laughs> I'm just saying. Has anyone reached out to George Macon and say, hey, bro, this is, these are your people. What's going on with your people out here? All right. And then once again, we got black people doing pretty much what they do best is act emotional, act out, and tear shit up. Like children. Like impetulant children. At 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 the you know, this is what they this is what black people do. They act like impetulant children when they don't get their way, they throw temper tantrums and wanna burn shit down. Okay, so let's get into it. Um Disclaimers first. This is in conjunction with the Morning Star show. Um, damn, Cindy, I done forgot the tag. Morning Star show. On the wake of radio, all that good stuff. Cindy's in the chat, y'all. She'll hit you up, whatever. Okay. So let's get to the interview. I'll I'll stop it in key points, and we'll 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 break it down together. Okay. Uh, the audio is not the best, but, you know, like I said, I think it's important 
And, and mind you, this is from the vantage point of an elder sister. Okay? Okay. She's being interviewed. She called in. Okay? So let's, let's, let's listen to this real quick. confrontation for the move organization she is just she just joined us just now y'all tune in we got pam africa online with us live minister confrontation pam okay her name is pam africa (sighs) listen no diss to pan-africanists but y'all gotta stop with these these names y'all gotta stop with these names these names come on pam africa but uh, let's continue shall we god damn and this, I was just saying this. Ha- this occurred in your block, so th- let us know what's what happened and what's going on in Philadelphia. Right? Can you hear me good? We are. You, we are you good? Are you good? We are you good? Oh, okay. You on the move, family? On the move. All right. So the situation, you know what what happened here? What a lot of people don't know, and all uh, is that before they killed that brother. And uh, the cops have been here two times before that day. I want to point out that the brother is bipolar and, um, I can't think of the other thing. Um, well, he had mental problems, mm-hmm. and they knew that. And uh, they came here once, and uh, earlier, you know, during the day, the mother called the cops, and they're familiar with this house because they've been here before. Now, what I did find out was, um, a couple weeks ago, and you know, there was an altercation with them, and a fight happened with them in the with him and the cops, right? Mm. So they came here. Okay, so the sister said they had already been there earlier that day. Two weeks prior, there was a prior altercation with between him and police. I have a dumb question: How many times? Do you think police are going to let you fight them and not do anything back to you at some point? Just, just hear me out. How many times do you think you can have an altercation with police time and time again before they put the foot to your ass? Okay? I'm just saying. Let's just, let's be logical. Let's be objective. Okay, let's ask questions. That's why we're here. Okay? Let's continue, shall we? earlier during the day and all uh, the cops left when i saw them i was getting ready to leave out my door between 1 30 and 2 o'clock and i happened to look out the door and there was a lot of cops in there i saw outside i saw the mother you know talking to the cops the young brother was up on his second floor um balcony on a porch and um you know he was hollering down to people and i'm telling down to the cops to get the f away from his house you know blah 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 nothing all right, so he's reported on the second floor, yelling at the cops, acting a goddamn fool. And they just already, they had already been there earlier that day. Let's continue, shall we? It happened. The cops left. I went in the house. I came back. The cops was going. The brother was still there. I went, I, um, you know, I went out. Came uh, before I can get back. My daughter told me that Roscon said, "Don't come home because they had killed my brother across the street, and that block was just cordoned off. It was cops everywhere. And uh, what I found out when I got back was that when the uh, cops came, 
and uh, and it's a uh, uh, it's not true. The mother did not call the cops, and uh, the brother called for an ambulance to come mm. and deal with the uh, brother. Now, mind you, the cops was there twice. They never arrested the boy and uh, the, the man, twenty-seven years old. Mm. In fact, he had just got. I'm sorry. Did y'all catch how old she said he was? If you guys are listening and pay attention, did you catch the age of the man? What's that what's that magic number, y'all, in the chat? What is the magic number? This man's age. What was the magic number she said? I'll just i I'm I'm waiting for the answer to see who's who's picking up on this. 27 that's right 2 plus 7 equals 9 what does 9 mean my kids you guys you guys run it you guys run it so let's go his wife is doing that for her baby any day that's the mm. one that people saw on the film and or you know uh trying you know telling the cops don't shoot him don't shoot him yeah. you, know, you know and um shoot. she was pregnant she was pregnant she was pregnant She's pregnant. She's pregnant. Any, any minute, any day. Man. Okay, so an update. She re- the the pregnant girlfriend just had the little had a little girl. So hours or days after this, she she gave birth to a little girl. Okay, so let's continue, shall we? Pregnant, man, and uh, you know, and she had three other children. They just got married three weeks ago, man. and uh, but um, the mother said. When they looking for the ambulance to come, and mind you, each time they came before them, there was a lot of cops. And all because you know, when I saw it, I'm like, this is overkill, you know, yes. for all these cops to be in the block. But they all left when the brother called. Um, his brother called for an ambulance, and all later on, and all from them, to, you know, to come get their brother so that they can three go to him, whatever the number is, and. Instead of the ambulance coming, a cop car comes, the mother says she's standing outside. Cops come out and pull their guns. Now, here's a problem. Some states, counties, cities, when you request an ambulance for a medical condition, sometimes you may or may get cops. If you call the, if you request an ambulance for a domestic situation, well, guess who's showing up? The cops. Because why? They have to secure the scene. Because EMT workers or EMS workers are not law enforcement. Do you understand? They're not combat oriented. Okay? So keep that in mind. Different cities, municipalities, when you request an ambulance for a medical condition or issue, sometimes the cops show up, sometimes they don't. It depends on where you live at and what your, what your uh, local policies are. And Philly's a little different. And, and then people are like, well, they could have tased them. Philly cops do not carry tasers. Let's repeat, repeat that again. Philly cops do not carry tasers. Okay? All right. And our guns drawn. So she was telling, you know... No- okay, so now they had... Uh, this is their second time coming out. Okay? This is the second time coming out. You done already had a scuffle with them early in the day. Now they're coming back out again. What do you think is going to happen at this point? You think they're happy to come back out to deal with this crazy motherfucker again? Okay. 
I'm not here to defend cops. I'm here to defend the actions taken. That's all I'm saying. All right, let's go. Told them to check with, you know, their superior officers. They don't know what's going on. He's artistic. That's the word. And he's yeah. also bipolar. They told him what kind of medicine and stuff that he was on. And they started moving towards the brother. Mm. The brother, he's backing up and he's saying all kinds of shit. Because, and they're explaining to him, the brother is sick. And uh, whatever you do, don't shoot my don't shoot my son. And the other mm. one was saying, don't shoot my don't shoot my husband. Mm. The place is full. The streets is full of people. Their video and they're taking you know pictures of you know what's going on. on. Yes. And uh, as he moved on the other side of the street, and uh, he was on the other side of the street because they were walking up on him, guns drawn. And as he walked, you know, like like round, and just before um, he, he went out in the street where Rosicon's car was at, and uh, and that because they kept backing up people okay let's stop right there now it depends on who you believe at this point because we got half of we got half the altercation on on camera okay because on camera the cops are backing up it's the cops that back out from the from the curb onto the street to give themselves room to move. We see that on camera. She's saying they showed up trying to antagonize the dude. Okay? Who do you believe? Or or if they, they went to antagonize him. And then all of a sudden he brandishes a butter knife. And they decide to back up. I'm, I'm just. We're just trying to f make some sense of this. Okay? Now. She's mitigating the, 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 the fact that it was a butter knife. I don't give a fuck if it was a plastic knife. Do you understand? I don't care if it was a plastic knife. You think a cop gives a fuck if it's a plastic knife? Or a Play-Doh knife? Alright? We've all seen the footage. It was the cops that were back. Matter of fact, in the footage, he, he actually went around the car... And then the cops were backing up off the off the curb into the street. Okay, but let's continue, shall we? Because, like I said, I'm just we're just here to kind of dissect and find the, somewhere the truth is it somewhere in the middle. All right. A damn butter knife, and uh, and it was so damn tiny you couldn't even see it in <clears throat> his hand, and he might have laid it down at that point. And uh, now I don't like this. I don't like this. I have nothing against this sister, but this is some bullshit. Okay? Once again, you're trying to minimize the situation on his end, minimize his his guilt or his accountability. It's a, it's so small they couldn't see it. Well, they saw something. They saw something. All right? Because at no point did anybody see anything in his hand during a time of, you know, what was going on. And, uh, and, and you saw it. They yes. opened fire, they executed him. What my point is, is that this was cold-blooded, premeditated murder. Yes, because yes. Were they not giving this guy instructions and commandments to drop the knife? I'm, I just want to make sure we all saw the same footage. Y'all let me know. 
Did they not give this man instructions to drop the knife multiple times? Y yeah. So, oh, okay, because you know, claiming this is an execution, this is murder. That's a pretty big stretch. That's a pretty big stretch, especially when they gave this man multiple opportunities to comply. Okay, because a lot of times they just they just tell you one time, and some you know some cops just like they give you one time to, to listen. If you don't move fast enough, that's your ass. Let, let let's, let's quit playing. Okay, so now she has an incentive to 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 push the slant back onto the cops and push the fault back onto the cops. Let's continue, shall we? Yes. That morning, they said it was about four cop cars. Yes. When I saw it, it must have been about six or seven cop cars coming with the lights rolling and stuff. And, you know, they left. Nothing happened. When they came back, two comes in a car. Mm. And they came drenched to kill because it was, you know, what they should have done. And uh, they should have, you know, in between those two times, and uh, contact some social worker, somebody who dealt with mental problems and because the mother couldn't 302 and, and uh, the wife, once the wife came, and uh, they they called the ambulance. And uh, the mother said he came with the with, with the, the guns drawn. He's back and back. And that's when the wife came and she was, you know, uh, trying to pull him, you know, to get him to come back in the house and stuff. You know, at this point, when you block, when you bipolar and you artistic, when you snap, none of this stuff around you mean anything. You know, and they knew this. It wasn't like they didn't know. Cause so let me stop right there. So now we're making excuses for this man's condition. Now, I personally know people with autistic children. You know what happens when you have an autistic child? You have to learn how to cope and deal with them on their level. Okay? You have to cope and learn to deal with them on their level because they're not thinking like us. Now there's you know studies that say people people say autistic people and children are the next uh, step in and and evolution, right? That's debatable. But um if you are a parent with an autistic child, you have to talk and deal with your children and and an adult in a very different manner. Now, they've known this man all their lives. She is his mother. How do you not learn how to communicate with your autistic child? How do you not know how to get him to, to start self-soothing, what his triggers are, what sets him off, what calms him down? That's your job as, his, as the parent to learn how to communicate with your child to prevent these outbursts or minimize the outbursts. I could be wrong. I'm not a mental health expert, but I, like I said, I know, I know people with autistic children. In fact, I dated a woman with an autistic son, okay? And I've, I've seen the spasm, I've seen the spasm out and all the extra shit, and she never, she never got upset. She was always remained calm. She never cursed or yelled back at him. You understand? So I've seen it firsthand. Okay. It just sounds like an excuse for, for, for bad behavior, okay? Yeah, bad day with the rest of them. This is why I say this was an act of cold-blooded, premeditated murder. And uh, they um, kept backing up and they actually edged him to come into the middle of the street. And okay, she said 
now she contradicted herself. She said, the cops backed up. Now, at first, she said the cops walked up on them. Now, all of a sudden, they're backing up, and she says they're agitating him to come out, to come to the middle of the street. Okay. That's when they executed. Mm-hmm. Cold-blooded murder. Mm-hmm. Cold-blooded because murder. It was a um, dispatch when, when the, it was a dispatcher that told them to approach, you know, with caution because it was a on, it was a uh, ongoing domestic issue. Like they ongoing domestic issue. They were just there the day earlier in the day, so they're coming back again for the same domestic issue. They're not coming to. <laughs> Let's continue, shall we? Were familiar. They were already familiar with what was going on and told them, you know, approach with caution. Yes, yes. And they came to kill, period. You know, why didn't the ambulance come? With the ambulance is saying that they did not get the call. And they didn't get a call to come. Now, remember, she said the brother called the ambulance first. Now she's saying the ambulance people said they never made a call. Listen, when you call 911, 611, 411, 311, those call it, it it goes through it go automatically there's a record of the of the incoming call dispatch somebody got that call so for now for her to say no one got the call for the ambulance is bullshit when had when when have you ever <laughs> called for the ambulance and then come to find out well we never received the call oh okay okay called the ambulance you know, and if he didn't call an ambulance, you know, they already had it on record. Right. You know, you right. know what was you know, what was the problem at right. that house? Yes. That was an act of yes. cold-blooded, premeditated, premeditated murder because they did not come. George Macon, where the hell you at? Your people over here embellishing. Okay, your people are over here embellishing, and and and, and skewing. Okay, they they lying over here, George Macon. These your people. The same way that they came earlier. No doubt about it. And this is. You you know, know. And when they came, you know, you know, the issue here is also too white cops in black neighborhoods. When I came out there earlier, when there was a whole lot of cops in the black in the in the, in the block, it was one black woman and. There was another cop. He was a person of color. And, uh, you know, I don't know what nationality or anything. And, uh, you know, he almost, if he wasn't, you know, looking real good, you would thought he was white. But I think that, you know, he was a person of color. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, but, you know, like right now, and, uh, you know, and then they ag- ag- um, agitated it by the uh, fraternal order of police and uh, making this statement and, uh, you know, about, you know, the, um, the wealth, you know, that the cops were, prote- were protecting themselves. They were in a dangerous situation, and, uh, and they had to do what they had to do. The streets filled up, and, uh, you know, and people started tearing this motherfucker down. And uh, they started tearing it down. And uh, first, they, like, just marching. And, uh, you know, and then with the cops' presence, and uh, it didn't start off with people, you know, um, uh, 
people rebelling and going up, you know, throwing up stuff against these stores or anything. It was a march. And uh, and then, and uh, you know, it turned into something else. And uh, we don't even know whether it was the people that was doing the... Um, during the first march and uh you know um because you know they send people in they send people mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. last night okay so now we go we go to the narrative where you bring in uh provocateurs during protesting to start and amp and ramp up the situation and make it even worse i don't care about all that i don't care about all that and if black people to this at this point are still foolish enough to engage in such activities, to dis- uh, if this is the only way they, they, they can display their frustrations, then... Okay. So before I get back into the, to the, to the audio, um, he's bipolar, right? Everyone knows this, the whole family. You know when you have a sick child with, like, let's say when you have a child with cancer, okay? Everybody knows what to do to take care of that child. You understand? Everybody picks up a book. They, they consult with doctors. Okay? Everyone that comes into the contact with that child, that lives in the house with that child, knows how to handle and deal with a child, with, with a sick child. This is no different. Okay? So, you mean to tell me black people are smart enough to figure out the laws and how to get around the rules and regulations to claim SSI... But when it comes to dealing with the said mental diagnosis, we, 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 we have amnesia. So you're smart enough to get the money, the SSI money, right? Because for those that have, have applied for SSI, that's no walk in the park. They just don't give that shit to you. Do you understand? You just don't file SSI. You don't just claim crazy and they cut you a check. You got to know what you're doing. To get an SSI check. Because that's a check for life. You understand? That's a check for life. So black folk are smart enough to get SSI. But not smart enough to know how to deal with their family members. With the same. With the said diagnosis. That got them the SSI check. Okay. So now let's get to the, the, to the cursing of the bloodline part. Before I get back to the interview. So now. You have this woman. Who previously had three children. Now. Last count, uh, the Wallace guy, he's at 10 kids. This child, he, the little girl he just had, makes number 10. Number 10. Number 10. Number 10. 10 kids. 10. Diaz. Okay. 10. And during his uh, back and forth to court and all his charges, the judges recommended, the judges strongly recommended that he seek um, mental, uh, psychiatrist, mental, mental health evaluations. Like they strongly re- recommended that. Here's the problem. The family... Whoever filed for the SSI check, the caretaker, the payee, whatever the case may be, had every to admit it, but they didn't. You know why? Because once you admit that person to the state, 
there's no more SSI money. Do you understand? So if you're collecting SSI for baby Huey and he gets out of hand and you haven't committed to the state, guess what? Your money stops. Your money stops. So that's why they never had him committed. They got to keep the checks coming in. Do you see how this works? Okay. So now you have 10 kids from this man with clear and established and a long history of mental illnesses of whatever, of varying degrees. You have 10 of these of his offspring running around your city. Need I say more about cursed bloodlines? Okay. The mother, his mother, right? And we know for the most part, a lot of your mental disorders are, are passed down genetically. So that means either on the mother's side or the father's side, there's some messed up genes. Okay. And yet and still, these people were allowed to procreate, thus extending the curse of said bloodline. Okay, let's continue with this farce of an interview at this point, because that's what it is. It's a farce at this point. Let's continue, shall we? Um, again, they said people was beating all up in the alleyways. They said the street ran bloody. They massacred people in here. People who had nothing to do with it. A lady was telling me that her son had just got off from work from the airport. And, and he caught the train. He got off the train at 30th Street, and then he had to catch the L. When he got to 60th or 63rd Street, and uh, as he got off, he, she said he had his earplugs in. Next thing he knew, he was snatched, thrown down, beaten, stoned, uh, and, uh, and locked up. He got a phone call out for a few minutes. What does it got to do with, with what we're talking about here? Well, I, I, once again, she's trying to paint the narrative that the cops are the incendiary device for all this mass uh, hysteria and, uh, you know chaos no uh wallace is the source of this chaos matter of fact the wallace family is the source of this chaos and let's let's let me ask this question what kind of woman has children with a man that is clearly mentally out of order Cursed bloodlines, people. Cursed bloodlines. Let's continue, shall we? People who are in their homes and on people that was on their porches, because people ran up on porches trying to get away. They went in, they kicked doors up, you know, um, open. This was the first night. The second night and the first night, they moved on the uh, police station and, uh, you know, and backed all, uh, you know, backed all them in and because uh, uh, it happened so fast. And uh, that the march was going one way, and then they made a turn for the police station. The following day, they had it all cordoned off. And uh, but what's happening is the usual bullshit that happens when um, it's 
um, you know, when things like this happen, they blame the protesters. Yeah. And uh, they blame the protesters. If it wasn't for the protesters protesting about what was going on and uh, coming from the way that they speak, that would just been another dead nigga that they would have said had a knife and the cops had to defend themselves. But people saw if it wasn't for those cameras and it wasn't for the shock that people saw, that's when the rebellion, you know, uh, came up because... You know, people are filled, you know, what, you know, what is it that they got left to do? Yeah. You know, this brother, they know was bipolar. They had been here three times. They should have took him the first time. They didn't take him the first time. They took him, they didn't take him the second time. Okay, so let me stop right there. So once again, people, mainly black people, law enforcement is just that. They enforce laws and policies that affect commercial business. Do you understand? They are not here for the public per se. Okay? I, I would tell everybody, go look at the Supreme Court ruling where they deemed that law enforcement is not bound to help anybody. So the first mistake is you thinking the cops are here to protect and serve public uh, citizens no they are here to serve and protect corporate private uh, commercial industries business policies laws statutes things of that nature you understand that's it and last time I checked cops are not trained to handle mentally ill people okay that's not what that's not their job. But let's let's continue, shall you? Let's go let's continue with the excuses. The family called to have them three oh two because the excuse before was that, you know, the mother, you know, the man was grown, there was nobody you know, and he was married, so they got the um they got the uh, wife to come there. You know, but up here they just massacred people. And uh, beating them, and they take them. A lot of people do not know where you know um, their loved ones is at. And uh, the federal government, you know, uh, got some. Another one of our people, you know, was um, arrested, and uh, and they put a charge on him for a for, uh, for bombing a police car, you know, up in the summer. And uh, you know, which this brother wasn't involved in none of that stuff. And uh, you know, they were supposed to have this. Press conference. They went into the brother's house, arrested him this morning, terrorized his 80-something-year-old mother, and uh, took him out. They stayed there. They tore that house up, looking for what? They took the damn computer. They took all the paperwork that they could take earlier that day. So why was they still there? The fuck is she talking about? Who the fuck is she talking about? And then let me let me say this. So so now since. The mother of his children, the four children that he has, married uh, Wallace. So now the SSI checks go to her. And then what you know what she's going to do? She's going to have her kids tested to see if they're a little slow, a little bit off, a little delayed. And guess what? That's going to be more checks. <laughs> You've hustled... You've purposely diluted 
and corrupted your bloodline to get to get money. You understand? So you have people out here um, hustling and creating situations to where you're cursing your children and grandchildren for state-funded government, you know, state-funded income. That's the new hustle. Remember about, like about six months ago, I said you had a bunch of parents having their kids declared 5150 so they can get checks. That was the new hustle. No one was talking about it back then. Okay, let's continue, shall we? After they arrested this brother. This brother is a well-known activist, you know, in the city of Philadelphia. Mm. This is this is this this is information. This this is information that, that, that that's not being talked about on the on, 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 No, I was coming uh, to our listeners to viewers that yeah, can, you, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. I was just commenting. Yes, I, I was. That. I'm just commenting that this information is not being. You know, what I'm saying it's it's it's, it's intentional. To, you know that the, the media is not putting this out. And we we fortunate again. We had Pam Africa Minister conversation for move. I mean, for her to come back to her to her, to her residence and see the block. Um, you know, uh, core enough by the police, by the Philadelphia police. I mean, it, it ain't no good sight. You know, I mean, for anybody, be, I mean, no anybody. Uh, but it, um, we we know the history. We don't say we don't know. We need to know the history uh, of the Philadelphia police in general, but also with, uh, with, with in regards to the move to the move family. And um, this, I mean, uh, this, but this has nothing to do with move. This has nothing to do with move. See how they try to conflate everything. This is a total separate incident that had nothing to do with something that happened back in 85. I'm sorry. Because if the cops wanted to do something, they would have done it when they came, when they showed up the first time earlier that day. Or two weeks prior when they showed up for another domestic domestic violence issue. Okay. And the fact that they, they even said they were well known. So at any point. When a cop says, you know what, we tired of this shit. We about to deal with these mo- this, this motherfucker once and for all. They could have been done it. They could have been done it. <sighs> Let's continue, shall we? And um, this, I mean, this, this, this discussion, I mean, everything from how we are dealt with in regards to the mental, the mental health issues in our community. Uh, and they have, like they have what they, what they call hot cars. They have license plates. They know who's in which car. They know who's in, they know who is in which house. They know they don't need no census, no census bureau, no census uh, uh, check for us. They know who's in the house. How, you know what I'm saying? How, you know who who has what issues? Who you know what I'm saying? They know who is who. And so again, this is a week prior, a situation with this brother, and it reminds me of a case um, on uh, Ford Heights in Chicago. Uh, uh, I can't remember call his brother's name. Um, Oh, this young, this young brother's name they killed, and with a with a butter knife, who was autistic also. This is a Stefan Watts. Okay, I I remember that case. I remember that case. I remember that case. That's a difficult case. But in, in that case, um, the kid was warned. He they same situation here. 
Drop the knife. Drop the knife. I, I listen. It doesn't matter if it's a, if if it's if it's a what what's the little the little the, the easy if it's an easy bake oven knife it doesn't matter. Okay, these cops are not. Uh, not only they're not trained to disarm knife wielding attackers, they're not going to disarm you. Why would I need to disarm you and I have a pistol on my hip? Okay, I got a Glock 17 with 16 shots and one in the chamber. I don't need to disarm you. Okay. The cops are not trained to disarm you. This is not the Russian Spetsnaz. This ain't British SAS. <laughs> they're not <laughs> they're not looking to disarm you. You know what happens? Remember that footage from I think the Philippines or Thailand when the guy was uh he was suicidal and he's waving a machete and the one cop walks up to him empty hands walks up to the crazy guy and the dude's waving a machete and the cops like walks up to him and then he disarms him and he gives him a hug this ain't that this America Jack <laughs> you, you get shot <laughs> you get shot out here <laughs> you understand <laughs> he said it's not Casey Ryback <laughs> wait 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 don't let that footage from the Philippines or Thailand when a cop he's he's like he's empty handed this ain't you, you you didn't learn from Mr. Miyagi this ain't karate Okay, this ain't empty hand style. Okay, this ain't that. Here you get shot. You get shot here. Okay, quit playing these fucking games. This ain't wax on, wax off. Karate, empty hand. This is not what that is. Okay, let's continue, shall we? Protesting this case, you know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 you know what I'm saying? And the whole discussion about mental health issues in our community, how we are dealt with, you know what I'm saying? And Minister Conversation, Pam Africa told me how they came. They came on a mission, premeditated murder, premeditated murder. They came on a You know what? Let's do this. Bear with me, y'all. Let's do something together. Because I like to look up stuff. Because I like when black people use out of context and I, I like to premeditate we're gonna look at what that shit really means hold up okay premeditated murder definition hold up I'm gonna we're gonna do I'm gonna do a screen share hold on hold on we're going to look it up together. There we go. All right. Updated first degree murder uh, overview from findlaw.com. Updated June 20th. It says. Wait a minute. Premeditating. Get out of here. Get out of here. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Uh, okay. 
premeditated, meaning that it was committed after planning or lying in wait for the victim. Okay, let's uh, let's go somewhere else for premeditated murder. Definition of premeditated murder law dictionary. All right, all right. Intentional murder that was planned in advance of the actual act of killing the victim. This comes to us from the law.com dictionary and Black's Law Dictionary Second Edition. So nobody ever disputes anything in Black's Law Dictionary. Ever. And let's cover our bases one more again. Let's just look up this this one here on vocabulary.com. All right. Premeditated. Something premeditated is planned in advance and has a purpose behind it. A premeditated crime involves careful planning and research before it happens. Okay. So, can we rebuff what the fuck he's saying so he doesn't know what he's talking about, right? We agree? Okay. Okay. So there was no premeditated murder here, people. Especially when they tell you to drop the knife multiple times. Okay. You know, premeditated murder. Yes, indeed. And, 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 So she wants, in her perfect world, when there's a when someone's having a mental breakdown, in her perfect world, she she wants uh, Kevin Spacey, the negotiator, to show up. That's what she wants. She wants Kevin Spacey to show up because Nebom and them was was stealing money from the pension, the cops' pension fund. <laughs> she wants Kevin Spacey to show up and negotiate <laughs> with the mentally ill motherfucker. She wants to negotiate. <laughs> Let's continue, shall we? Just release the hostages, hostages. So when you have people that's dealing, that's going through a mental crisis, the cops don't need to show up. They don't need to. They don't need to be there because they're not gonna come out with their life. They're gonna end up dead. And that's what they should have somebody who is trained, who who is a mental health specialist who can talk them down. I saw something today where a white man in Georgia, it was two cops, the white man, uh, as soon as they got out of the car, they was like, drop the knife, drop the knife. 
Now this is this is this is black folks' favorite. I got your move. They always say, "Well, the white folks." They always say, "Well, white folks, this white folks." That guess what? You ain't white. We y'all ain't figured this shit out yet. That there's rules are different for other people. I know this. I'm sure a lot of you guys know this, right? So why do we keep talking about what what white folk? You know what's funny? I I will say this. I will say this. Have you noticed that even with all the murder numbers, the numbers of murder by proximity, by race, nationality, gender, creed, okay? Have, do you notice that white people, especially law enforcement, are not so reticent to kill their own? You understand? That's almost like a, on a DNA level. Why can't black folk have that type of uh, restraint with each other? <laughs> you, 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 we, we've seen all the footage. Now, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of footage of white folk getting gunned down. I was watching um, dash cam footage of a white homeless man. He got gunned down. He was gunned down on the, on the bench because he didn't move fast enough for these cops. And they, I mean, they were and they had they had uh, ARs on him. Okay, I seen another. I need seen another dash cam footage of the white guy because the cops knocked. They didn't announce. the The husband came out. He had a gun. Right, because he didn't know who it was, and he went back in to to put the gun up or whatever. They gunned him down. I saw another dash cam footage of the of another white dude on his knees, walking towards the cops, gunned down. Okay, and I'm when I say gunned down, I'm talking ARs. Okay, they had ARs on these people, gunned them down, like it was nothing. But I'm saying no. But a, a lot of cases, you'll see law enforcement, mainly white on white, dealing with white law enforcement with versus white civilians. They are very, very reticent on not killing their own to a certain extent. You understand? There's almost like a courtesy. Like, look, we the same. I don't want to do this to you. Like, killing you would be like lowering our numbers. You understand? Like, it's like if I kill you, that's one less of us. I'm, I'm preaching tonight. I'm preaching tonight. They're not so quick to exterminate each other because they understand that's one less of them. Why can't black people give each other that same courtesy? Especially we're 13% of the population, right? We abort, we have more abortions than anybody on the fucking planet. You would think black folk would be like, you know what? Our numbers are kind of low. Nigga, I ain't going to kill you right now. I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to fuck you up, but I'm not going to kill you. Because we need, our, we need our numbers. Our numbers need to be, need to climb back up. Okay? So when I hear black folk, well, you know, the white officers don't. They don't, you know, they, I, I get it. 
but their their reasoning behind it is much much deeper than what you're willing to acknowledge because at the end of the day they always think about them as a collective in the back of their mind they're always thinking them as a collective what is best for the collective if i kill this white man that's one less white man to help me fight the war do you understand that's one less white man that has my back if i'm in a jam that's how they think okay Let's continue, shall we? He's like, no, no, no. I'm not dropping the knife. Shoot me, shoot me. Please, sir. Please. And they backing up. I mean, this went on for like a minute. Then, please, sir. We don't want to do. Please, just giving him the consideration of we don't want to kill. She's talking about the one footage y'all all seen when the white dude walked up on the fucking cops. Okay. And they was like, man, listen, we don't want to do this. We don't want to do this. Okay, that's what she's talking about. But Walter, Walter Wallace Jr. come around the corner and they just blast him away. But this white man, he and eventually he got he got the uh got up on the cop. The cop ended up shooting him, but he still got to the cop and took his gun and ran off. Hey, remember that story last year? Remember the black cop? Had an encounter with a, a white woman wielding a knife. And the black cop said, lady, put the knife down. And the white woman was calling him a nigger, a nigger cop. He was a nigger this. You're not going to do shit to me. Fucking pig ass nigger cop. Remember that? Remember that dash cam footage? And the black cop was like, lady, put the knife down. And then she went back in the room and he's like, lady, don't do it. She came out <laughs> and she rushed him with the knife and he laid her down. Guess what happened to the black cop? Guess what happened to the black cop? Not a goddamn thing. Nothing. He got fired. What? Okay. And then what happened? He got him another fucking job. What's your point? Did he face charges? Was he excoriated? He got a fucking other job. A black cop shot a knife wielding white woman and no one ever heard about this it didn't make the news he didn't the da was like oh this nigga we got to fry this nigga they didn't that didn't happen so make that make sense i'm just saying make it make sense uh, okay See big Nick's in the house. Don't 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 have don't have Nick tell these stories. Nick got these stories all fucking day. <laughs> Nick got these stories all day. All day. Let's finish up this this bullshit ass interview, please. Still they didn't want to shoot him again. They right. Please, sir. Please, please don't don't want to do this. Come on now, sir. Just respectful and all of that. Sir, please, no, no, no. 
Let it be one of us. It's bang, bang, bang. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no, sir, please, let's talk. Just calm down. Ain't none of that. Wait, wait, wait. So you want the cops to beg you to comply? So were they supposed to ask uh, Walter, hey, man, bro, bro skillet, bro ham, can you please drop the knife? I mean, could you please drop the knife? So that's what you want? You want them to politely ask you to comply? Uh, okay. 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 And you know what they started saying? And uh, the ministers, they came out, out and was talking. And uh, they, they know all the facts. And they said, what the problem here is, is that the officers are not trained to deal with mental illness. Bullshit. And mm -hmm. uh, bullshit. And uh, because when it comes to you know, our people, yes. they, you know, they don't know what to do. Yes. And are uh, mm -hmm. them. Yes. They're trained to do exactly what they did. And uh, when they sent them two cops up there and didn't have the backup, and uh, this was a planned situation here. Yes. And, you know, this whole thing where they were saying that, you know, um, this is at the press conference and different things that, um, you know, the problem was that, you know, these young officers and or you know are poorly trained they don't train them how to deal with you know um last time i checked mental health professions profession is something entirely different it's not law enforcement so if you want to deal with and how to train how to deal with then take your ass to mental health matter of fact Go work at these fucking state hospitals where they pay you, sh they give you shit pay. I got family that works at the, at the state hospital. I hear all the horror stories. I hear all the horror stories where they get bit, pissed on, shit on, eyes poked out, head grabbed and shit. They get jumped and you can't, you can't really whoop their asses you know what I'm saying? you can't fight them back you have to restrain them that's what mental health technicians and these state hospitals put up with that that's not law enforcement okay that that's not law enforcement okay that that's a job you take when you ain't got shit else you know what I'm saying you, you got to pass the written test you got to pass the physical test you got to drag the fucking dumb the 80 pound dummy like 15 feet you got to drag this shit you, you know what I'm saying? When y'all go to the movie theater and you see like the black woman, the white woman, maybe a young black, a young black brother. And you see all these fucking retarded looking ass, Down syndrome looking ass people and shit all in the movie theater, all lined up. They get their own separate line, right? They get to ride in a fucking white van with the tinted windows. Or if you're at your bank. Or a, or a credit union. They get their own separate line. They're all in there to cash their checks. And you got the workers next there, next to them. You know, you got these crazy looking retarded ass people with fucking checks. They don't know what this shit is. <laughs> they, 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 they don't know what the fuck the, a check is. <laughs> but, 
right? One of them gets out of line. Bernie, Bernie, no. Bernie, come this way. Right? And some of these motherfuckers look strongish as, as a fucking ox and, and, will, and will put you through a fucking wall. You know, some of these motherfuckers are so strong, they don't realize their own strength and shit. You know, the big, the big husky, slow looking motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Them, them people. Yeah. What'd you get paid? 12, 13 bucks an hour to deal with that bullshit? It's, please stop me if I'm wrong. If you if you had to go through the ranks of, of a mental health technician, like the different levels, mental health tech one, two, three, four, depending on your state, someone stop me if I'm wrong. Okay? <laughs> they all got different housing buildings, right? <laughs> yeah? Uh, okay. I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. <laughs> It'd be like a line of 15 to 20 of them. And you see three handlers. Three workers for like 15, 20 motherfuckers. I'm just saying. Let's, let's, let's get to this bullshit. Let's wrap up this bullshit as interview. Um, situations like that. And it's on the, the fault of the, um, the city here and the police department because they don't train them. You know, that is such a bull of crap. Yes, it is. You know, you know, just yes, like it is. how they treat, this is, you know, all this stuff happens all over the United States. Yes. They don't kill them. You know, one I've seen when they tased the man. You know, you know, when he kept coming, kept coming, and it was begging him, they didn't beg this man anything. Here, no, they gave him a direct command, a direct order, multiple times to drop the fucking knife. You know, like I said, no diss to the elder, the sister, elder sister, sister elder, but old people, y'all dropped the ball. You, you motherfucking civil rights ass niggas you 60s and 70s civil rights activist ass niggas y'all fucked this up for us beyond repair beyond repair let's continue shall we Let me say this. So if you watch the footage, right, um, when he 
was behind the car and the mother's like, don't stop, no, stop, Stuart, no, don't do it, Stuart. He's all, he's on 10. She's like, stop, no, ah, don't do it, don't do it, okay? And then after, after he comes around the car, the cops back up and give themselves room to move and shit and they're still telling this 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 dumb fuck to drop the knife and then they got and, and then they and then they you know they gave him they gave him the business right and then all of a sudden you see this swarm of black people around the body wait where the fuck was y'all when this fool was acting a goddamn monkey wait a minute I, that's what i understand you had one guy recording I think you saw one brother somewhere in 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 the, in the, in the frame. Wait a minute. So after he gets shot, then all y'all come out like like the killer bees and just swarm their body. And then the mother's throwing, she threw a rock at the cop. Like bitch, what? <laughs> Listen, I'm not here to laugh at anybody's pain. That's what I don't do. But let let let's <laughs> Hey, <laughs> wait, wait, after, after, after they shot him, you know, she, the Holy Ghost took over and she threw a rock at the fucking <laughs> It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. You should have, you should have threw the rock at that. Your son, wait. So, <laughs> where where was the killer bees to prevent him from going after the cops? Do you understand? Like, as soon as he got shot, then here comes everybody. Everybody's like, "Oh no, they, they didn't have to shoot him that many times." You didn't have to give it to him that many times. Well, how many times would it would it suffice, sir? How many times would you would, should should he should should he have been shot? <laughs> you didn't have to hit him that many times. <laughs> and then the mother's like, she's singing a fucking gospel song. She at the high pitched voice or whatever, and she threw a rock at the fucking cops. Nigga, I was like, I'm too through. I said this. I said the first thing I when I saw that shit, I said, please let this be a fucking stage production because this cannot be real life. This cannot be real life. I was like, please let this be a stage production. <laughs> Wait a minute. When when name me a time when you could you could walk up on a cop. Like, is that something that people think they could actually do is like walk up on a cop like because you know when you talk to cops they're looking at your hands right that's the first thing they're looking at to see if you have any weapons even if it's a a, a traffic accident they're trained to look at your hands to make sure you have no weapons so like if you have your hands in your pockets and you're talking to a cop they're on they're on alert and you could have done nothing you don't even have to be a suspect but that's just natural training that they have. Okay. <laughs> she threw the rock at the cop. I was like, come on. This, this ain't real. 
This ain't real. <laughs> hey, for all those that's in my comments saying this is a psyop and this is bullshit. Hey, I'm not even. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> but she threw that rock at the cop. I was like, what the fuck is that going to do? <laughs> okay. 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 The interview is almost over. I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. The interview is almost over, y'all. Hold up. Um. Wait. Okay. I mean, this the terrorizing. The terrorizing of our. I mean, I. I mean, I. The entire community. You know what I'm saying? And the mother said after the shooting, and the cop seen him running down the street. What you didn't see is they came back and drugged his body down to their car and put him in the car and took him away. Wow. The crowd, they was getting ready to, you know, but they didn't. I think they still should have. Okay, so why didn't they, where's the footage for that? Where's the footage? I mean, wait a minute. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. So you stuck around long enough to record him become agitated and him make a threatening move towards the cops. You you stuck around long enough to record him get shot. But you didn't stick around for the aftermath. So if I, I don't know, if I see if I saw a cop cops actually dragging a dead body i'm like well you don't see that every day let me get this let me get this on camera you don't get you don't see this every day <laughs> ryan said that ain't, that ain't no ordinary rock that's the, she hit the she threw the rock of gibraltar at him <laughs> she hit him with the rock of gibraltar <laughs> all right let me it's almost over Okay, that that uh, piss poor um, narrative skewing interview came courtesy from. Here's the irony of all this. Here's the. Do you want to you want to joke? It came from intellectualradio.com. It came from intellectualradio.com. I can't make this shit up. I cannot make this shit up. Do me a favor, guys. 
go find intellectualradio.com. <laughs> oh, Iron Five, you know this nigga? <laughs> oh, you know you you you're you're aware of this dude? I've never heard of this dude. <laughs> hey, do me a favor. Tell intellectualradio.com I want to have a conversation with them. Him, her, sister, uh, pan, Africa pan, pan, whatever the fuck her name was. Just, I, I want to have a conversation with these people. Please, somebody reach out to them and let them know um, there's a hot nigga on the loose named Super Sly and he wants to talk to y'all. Okay? <laughs> Tell them Slash Murder want to talk to them. <laughs> He wants to have a conversation. <laughs> Jesus, I'd rather mock the ocean. What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh. Oh, intellectualradio.com. That is where I, th- that is where I got this uh this horrific interview from. Wow. And um, this, people, is what we've agreed to do to our bloodlines. We've agreed to sell out for the upfront money. (sighs) Tragic. Tragic, tragic, tragic. For shekels. For shekels. Well, hey, I think I've run my my mouth long enough. I think I've proven my points. I've laid out my arguments. These people are batshit crazy. And um, <laughs> I thank y'all for hanging out with me. Uh, what's today? Okay, tomorrow, Saturday. Okay, okay. Yeah, so um, yeah, thank you once again. She said, drug him through the pothole. I, I don't, stop. I don't even know. Like I said, no diss to the elder sister, but she's got that sh- this shit all wrong. Hey, when what's happening, big dog? The k- Kilimanjaro rock. <laughs> Tyrone says, I just came from the so-called scene at 61st and Locust, where Walter Wallace was supposedly shot and walked down that block i believe it's complete sire mm, well hey like like i said i'm not going to argue against that after this after okay you know what let's do this let's do this hopefully i can get away with it let's watch the footage real quick okay just bear with me let's watch the footage together it's this nigga named walter wallace i i, I just humor me please please guys just humor me Let's watch this shit together. Oh, here we go. Did I find it? Did I find it? Okay. Is it going to let me play? Are you going to let me... Okay, wait, I think, okay. Wait a minute, too many open. 
Too many tabs open. Hold on, guys. Oh, it's not going to show it. Ah, uh, let me find something else. Okay, they're just showing the, the, the protesting. I want the actual... I can see. Don't I can? I got it on my phone all day long, but on the laptop, you know they. You know how that is. Hold up, I'm gonna find the shit. Here we go. Here we go. We're gonna go to somebody's YouTube channel because somebody was crazy enough to do it. Okay. Oh, I found it. All right. Here we go. Let me screen share. Screen share. Screen share. Screen share. Wait. No. Don't do it, Sly. Cindy says, "Don't do it." For real, don't do it. Why not? We mean no. Don't play it, Flossie. For real, we don't want you to get in trouble. It's like, okay, okay. The women have spoken. The fellas was like, "Yo, play it, Sly." The women's like, "Don't do it, Sly. Don't do it." See, see how that fucked up is. Guys are like, "Do it, do it." The ladies like, "Don't do it, Sly. Don't do it." Sly, don't do it. All right, I'm not going to do it, but I'm just saying. Well, okay, how about this? I'm going to I'm going to watch it and give you guys a play-by-play. So let's let's just do that. Can we do that real quick? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. They're backing up. Matter of fact, matter of fact, as they're backing up, the one cop has his gun at the low ready. He has it basically down. He's not even at the high ready. He has it down. He's backing up. They're screaming at him, put the knife down. Put the knife down. You hear the mother wailing like Mahalia Jackson on a Sunday, okay, with, with uh, Reverend, Reverend James Cleveland giving a sermon. And they're still backing. Wait, wait. He comes from around the front of the vehicle and they're backing up. Like these cops are legit backing up. And then, the, okay, then the camera goes, it dips down, dips back up. You hear the shots, he falls down. Now here comes the here comes the Wu Tang Killer Bees. Here comes the Killer Bees. Now here come here come all the Killer Bees. Ten people. Ten people. She throws the phone at the cop. Nigga. Okay. Let's 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 do some uh, firearms Q and A. Okay, trust nothing, question everything. Obviously, ma'am or sir, you are not well versed in firearms, firearm tactics. 
leg shots are useless because for one it's it's a very it's a small target it's a moving target okay when you go to the gun range when you go to the gun range do you see the arms and legs no you do not you see a torso and a headshot okay you see a torso and a headshot now if you were to do a leg shot the problem is you may hit the person in the thigh, clip the femoral artery, and they will bleed out. So that's useless. And it's a small target. Okay? And you, if you have a, per, a real life perceived threat coming towards you, you're trying to stop that threat at all costs. So that tells me you've never been in a goddamn gunfight. You've never been shot at. You've probably never held a pistol, rifle. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So that comments like that. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, respectfully. All right? When you go to the gun range, head, torso, that's it. The arms and legs are cut off. You might have the groin, but no one's doing it. Like I said, it's either head or body. That's it. And I respectfully say that. Okay? And listen, I'm not a firearms expert by no means. But I know, I know what to do if the shit goes down. Okay, that's right. Pew pew pew. All right. So um, I think if we're all set here. Um. Yeah. 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 Like I said, you get you know, shooting somebody in the thigh, man. You clip that artery. That's it. They're gonna bleed out before you can get them to the hospital. If you get them to the hospital in enough time, we gotta cut them open, find the fucking artery, and it's deep in the thigh. Y'all remember what happened in uh, Black Hawk Down when the one kid got clipped in the fucking in the thigh and they and they try to dig in there and get the artery out and stop the bleeding and they couldn't, you know? So, nah, that's, that's too small of a target. Too small of a target. So, you know. And then plus, you don't know if, if, they're, if they're on some type of drug, psychotic. You know, there's been cops, there's horror stories of cops still getting killed by knife-wielding you know, coke heads, LSD heads, meth heads, you know. Um, so they, no. A leg shot? No. What? what are we, who's, no one's talking leg shots. Okay? No. So. Um, anything else? No, I think that's it. I think I proved my point. You don't want your target to suffer. Put them down quickly. Well, I'm going to say this. So, I, I, me personally, I would, if it's me doing the firing, you don't want, yeah, that's why I'm not, that's why I'm a bad guy. That's why, that's why I'm on the dark side. Cause, uh, <laughs> I'm going to get out of here. Thank you all for hanging out with me. Y'all have a good night. Peace. Love and light. Love and light. <laughs>